Hello and welcome. I'm Dr. Kenitra Bryant and today's motivational aim targets rejected yet resilient. And I want to thank you for tuning in as I started this brand new series. And for those who are joining me for the first time, feel free to listen to part one. The purpose of this podcast series is to encourage you to live and lead a life of resilience in the midst of your personal daily struggles. So I encourage you to go back to part one and listen to catch up, but I'm going to go ahead and jump into this motivational aim that I just stated, which is rejected yet resilient. And it is very important to surround yourself with God-honoring friends, family members, loved ones, and most importantly, God's word and prayer, especially when you're going through any season of life because giving up sometimes feels like the best and safe option to avoid the pain that a person could be experiencing for a temporary time. And you have some people who might say, well, I have God and God is blessing me and covering me, so I don't need any friends, I don't need any family, I don't need any loved ones to support me when I experience rejection and I can push through and be resilient but there are some times God wants to send us encouragement and God wants to send us the right people to help us go through life's journey so don't be so quick to reject and dismiss somebody coming to encourage you Because rejection is real, and it does feel good to have somebody to listen to you. I mean, genuinely listen to you, and they care about you, and they want to know what's going on. But the flip side to this is you don't want to get caught up always needing to be around a person while you're going through life's trials. You have some people who are dependent on others that when they go through something they're looking for someone to fix it they're looking for someone to respond in the way that they've already imagined in their mind and when people don't respond according to the way that they have set up they could lose it go off on people because their trust was in man and not God so you have to be mindful of when you share things with people, not everybody will respond the way that you want them to. And it can be great to have the presence of a human being around you as you go through life struggles. But sometimes, not all of the time, but sometimes God can use the absence of others and their rejection to have you depend solely on him. So when you go through the rejection of your friends or when you're trying to convince them of a truth or a fact or you're trying to tell them about something and you're experiencing some form of rejection, and I'm talking about the form of rejection where people are letting you know that they don't want to listen to you. Okay, they're showing you their true colors and how they feel about you because they want you to know, hey, I'm not interested. I do not care. 
I really don't want you talking to me. You're wasting my time. This is boring. This don't benefit me. What's in it for me? When somebody's doing that, they are showing you their true colors of how they feel about you. And you'll have some people come behind the statement I just made and say, I mean, well, some people respond to news a different way. And you can't say that they didn't care about them and they don't really want to listen to them or they're being rude and this, that, and the other. But you know your interactions with people, especially when these people are your friends or your family. You know their patterns, you know their behaviors, you know them. So when somebody's doing something different and off and off-putting, you realize, okay, you know what it is. It's not like you're talking to a stranger. And you can pick that up with a stranger also. So you know. And it's based off of your insight in dealing with that person. And on top of that, God will reveal it to you. But sometimes when we are rejected, God is not only protecting us, he is redirecting us to get our eyes totally on him because he's the only one we need every moment of each day to get through the plans and purposes that he has set for us. And that's one thing I've learned is you cannot put your absolute hope and trust in anyone because anyone can let you down. And truth be told, you can let somebody down. And it doesn't mean that you let somebody down intentionally or you rejected somebody because you had a malice heart. But sometimes we can't give people what we don't have. And if a person is looking for someone to fulfill something in their lives that they already and they really don't have, then that's where a cycle of abuse can potentially begin because someone is attached to a person looking for something within them that that person can't give. It's almost like you're attached to the wrong person looking for the right thing, but that person is the wrong source, and the right source is God. But what I am trying to convey to listeners is that no matter who rejects you, whether it is done intentionally or unintentionally, it is important to stay the course and exhibit an attitude of resilience no matter what comes up against you. And we should never look to a person as our primary source. God is our source. Our hope should always be in God to work things out on our behalf. Yes, our aim is to do things the right way in the natural, but we should aim to leave things to God for him to work it out. And we might not do things perfectly, but our aim should be to take heed to what God is saying and follow him and trust him as we take life or live life one second at a time. And rejection happens to us all and it occurs in some of the most unforgettable seasons of our lives. Rejection can happen to you and your family. You could be tending to your parents' business and be rejected. You could be a caretaker and be rejected. You could be a sibling and be rejected, a spouse and be rejected, a friend and be rejected, 
You could be working on your individual or personal goals and be rejected. You could be trying your best to live the right way in every action, thought, relationship, or deed and be rejected. Rejection just comes up and it can rear its head right in the middle of you sharing an idea, a plan, a sincere thought. You could be sharing a recipe with somebody, a new technique on something, and rejection would just pop on up. Rejection can show up in the middle of a question, a response, laughter, a serious moment. You could be laughing at something and you're rejected. You could be praying about something and get rejected. You could be believing for something and be rejected. You could share a secret with someone or attempt to share a secret with someone and be rejected. Just think about your life. Think about a time when you were rejected. And you were confiding in someone or trying to confide in someone and they rejected you, whether they did it intentionally or unintentionally. And then think about the times in your life where you rejected someone and you either did it intentionally or unintentionally. And I know I've said some things that were rejecting to people that were wrong. And I look back on things and I realize, man, I really didn't mean what I said, especially to those people that I cared about, and I can think about a situation that happened some time ago where a person asked me something in the form of a scenario just to see what my response would be. So they said something along the lines and to the effect of, would you continue conversing with me if I had so-and-so? And I said no. Now, I didn't say no like, oh, no, but I said it to convey an emphatic no. Now, when I said this, this was a form of rejection because the person was sharing a vulnerable reality with me and by sharing that intimate detail of their life, although they said it to me in a scenario form to make it look like, what if I shot it down? Not realizing that the person was sharing this information with me was because they valued me, they cared about me, and they recognized our journey during that time. They possibly didn't see it as a temporary thing, but I was indeed an integral part of their life at the time. So by me saying what I said the way I said it, it was indeed rejection. And they chose to share this scenario as a way to expose the truth of a new role in life that they had just been promoted to. And my immediate, unempathetic response, if that's a word, caused this person to hide something from me that was major, that they really didn't need to hide from me. But I can see why they did, because my response caused them to react where they didn't want to alter, change, or possibly disrupt the path we were on. But by me speaking too soon, me rejecting them, not thinking things through, and then I also rejected that person's need for support, and I caused them to withhold things that they didn't need to. And my rejection had a cost 
associated with it. So when I rejected this person, I rejected my access to receive information from this person, no matter what it was pertaining to that scenario that they provided, because they provided the scenario to see if it was a safe space to communicate. And when they saw that it was rejected, they didn't communicate about that ever. So even if they wanted to talk about that, they possibly went back to the time when I rejected them where they just made sure not to bring it up. And what I did when I rejected them in that moment, I rejected their identity. I rejected their present. I rejected their future. And there was a cost associated with it that I had to pay. And the cost came in the form of that person not confiding in me about the thing I rejected them in, rightfully so. And they shared those intimate details with an enemy of mine who disclosed so much to me in a braggadocious manner years later. And when I realized what I did and the impact it had, I realized that the person was guarded. And they talked about their dreams, their goals, and visions about everything else. But they made sure to keep that on lock. And I was wrong for that. I apologize for that. That was absolutely wrong. And that's what happens. Sometimes when we reject people or people reject us, we do the same thing that I just described. We make sure not to go into detail about the things that people reject us on. So if they come and try to do follow-ups or get information, we're not even trying to talk about that aspect of our lives. And that's wise to do because you already saw how somebody responded to you. So that's why I said it earlier. Some people, they will reject you intentionally or unintentionally. And then sometimes when people reject you, you have to just look at it for what it is, move forward, and press on through your struggles or the things that you're dealing with. But even though we're rejected by man, God does not reject us. Even though we're going through times that require grit and resilience. When we are promoted to new roles in life and people reject us, we should continue to walk in resilience because God is there to guide us. And the role you are promoted to could be from student to graduate, from just you focusing on you to now being a parent, from being single to married, from being a co-worker to a boss, from being a renter to a homeowner or a landlord, from being a borrower to an owner, from being a parent to a grandparent. Whatever the role God has you on or whatever the role God has promoted you to, Never forget that even when the rejection comes, God is there. Now, although we all face rejection during these so-called inconvenient times in our lives, sometimes it's in the most uncomfortable circumstances of rejection that push us in the direction towards our destiny. When a person experiences rejection, it is vital to display an attitude of resilience. It's in one's resilience and determination that although rejection is coming at every direction, God's promised word concerning them will come into fruition despite 
what one can see with their natural eyes. And many individuals can identify and learn from the story of Joseph. And although Joseph was highly favored by his father Jacob, he experienced rejection from his brothers because they knew how their father loved him more. And Joseph was rejected when he shared his dreams with his family, which led to a series of events that were most likely uncomfortable and hurtful coming from those closest to him. And for those who are not familiar with Joseph's story, I encourage you to read Genesis the 37th chapter through the 50th verse because his story, like so many others, including your story, required resilience. Joseph was rejected by his family and friends. He was rejected because he didn't acquiesce to his boss's wife's sexual advances. He was rejected when people said, man, I got you. I'll come through for you, man. When I get out of this, man, I'm going to prosper and I'm going to bring you out of this. The very people who he helped, he was rejected because they didn't help him out. But even in the midst of rejection, Joseph displayed resilience. And in those times of rejection, God didn't forget about Joseph. God never took his eyes off of him. Joseph's story didn't end in his times of rejection because he remained resilient. And those very moments served as life-defining occurrences of providence that guided Joseph in his destiny of becoming an impactful, God-honoring leader. See, those moments of rejection in Joseph's life served as divine times of reflection, direction, and God's protection. Now, you must remember that your story doesn't end because people rejected you, whether it was done on purpose or not. We must hold on to the truth that all things are working together for our good because we love God and we've been called according to his purpose. And that scripture is found in Romans, the eighth chapter and the 28th verse. And that means the good times are working out for your good. The bad times are working for your good. The times you were rejected are working together for your good. Just because you were rejected doesn't mean that you're not valuable or you're worthless. Just remember, Joseph's story can be seen and observed and taken in as a resource of encouragement for you because you can see that life keeps going on. And even though that you have dreams that you're sharing with people and they might get shot down or you might be left out, you feel that you're used or you've been used, you've been abandoned, you've been abused, you've been dismissed, just keep pressing forward. Okay, don't give up. You have to live a life of resilience. You don't want to stop just because somebody rejected you. And that is easier said than done. Because it doesn't even have to be a person rejecting you. It could be an opportunity that was rejected. An idea that was rejected. A dream was rejected. A plan you had was rejected. What will you do? Will you continuously live a life of resilience in the midst of rejection? Not only from a person, but from your plans. What will you do? And as you journey through life, I just encourage you to remain resilient. 
And the scripture I would like to leave you with is Romans, the 8th chapter in the 28th verse. I just stated it, but I want to go ahead and read it again. And it states, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. And you already know why I selected this scripture for you. And that's for you to aim to diligently trust God and purposefully seek God first in all that you do, even when the wrong things are happening to you. And another scripture I want to leave you with is Jeremiah, the 29th chapter in the 11th through the 13th verse that states, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you a hope in the future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And I selected this scripture to remind you that God has great plans for you despite the rejection you encounter. And our aim should always be to communicate with God in prayer regarding how we feel, casting every one of our cares on him, knowing that he hears us and listens to us. And even though we go through the seasons and times of rejection where we want to just give up, we should always seek God first because when we seek him, and we know that he is our source, we will find him. And not only will we find him, we will find his love, his encouragement, his leadership, his reminders, and his light. So as you journey through life's obstacles and you journey through life's joyous occasions, trust God, keep him first, and understand that he has great plans for you and aim to live a life of God-honoring resilience. Thank y'all for tuning in. Visit drkenitrabryant.com to download the Resilience Devotional on the site. You can order inspirational apparel also, and you have the option to connect with me on Instagram and aim towards the target. I have a few Bible plans on the YouVersion Bible app that you can check out. But for those who want to use the Bible plans as an individual or group Bible study, you can download those Bible plans directly from my website. Enjoy the remainder of your day. Peace and God bless.